Hey everybody, welcome to Public Access America's Just a Tip. Hey everybody, thank you for coming back to Public Access America. My first tip would be to keep coming back. Subscribe, like, follow, and all of that. Join us on Twitter at Public Access Pod so that you can be a part of the daisy chain of positivity that is Public Access America. I think my tip has to be to give yourself some space to feel sad when you feel sad. Depression comes up a lot, you know, sadness, it comes up a lot. But if we give ourselves some time and space to feel it, absorb it, live in it, and and think about it, oftentimes we can come out better than when we try and fight it, avoid it, and deal with the anxieties of that pressure. So take some time for yourself. You're a good person, and you do good things. But you can't do that when you're pushing, pushing yourself beyond what you can do. Thanks for listening. It is time now for something positive. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. Problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority, creative minority, find a way to get in the way. I got in trouble, it was good trouble, it was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. Welcome back to Public Access America. My name is Jason. Jeffrey's not here right now, but you will hear him in the show because it's one of our awesome clip shows. We take clips from episodes in our past, this being the first quarter of this year, and what we do is we just put them in a clip show. What that does is it gives us a chance to review what we've heard and give ourselves a break to recharge, refuel, and reattack the situation because sometimes when things seem overwhelming, you have to walk away to gain a new perspective and that's what we do and I always want to try and appreciate people in advance to show them that they matter and these clip shows show Jeffrey that he matters and they it, they show you that you matter because you really do thank you for listening and it shows that I matter to myself you can find our shows anywhere you find your favorite podcast Spotify Apple hey for disabled people try Victor Reader Audible or even ask your smart device to play our latest episode you can find our live streams on YouTube at Public Access America noon Eastern 9 a.m. Pacific every Sunday and you can find us advocating in real time on Twitter at Public Access Pod. We have some great friends. We retweet some great stuff, and we would appreciate you retweeting the stuff that we retweet to create a daisy chain of positivity to fight against the negativity that we all perceive out there. So this clip is just a little conversation that Jeffrey and I had. I just pulled it, put it in, and then edit it, and now I go back and listen. And what we did was we went all the way from mask mandates to Ukraine and everything in between, and that's important. And so we have open conversations here. If you'd like to be a part of the open conversation, go ahead and DM me on Twitter. This is a clip, and I love it, and you're going to hear it, and then I will be back when it's done to announce the next clip. I love this. It's so cool. Hey, thanks for being here. Right. and Love you. 
And you had you have your individual freedom to do what you want on your own property. But if you're going somewhere where we all paid taxes, then we have to keep everyone safe. And that's where the protocols came in. But people wanted to fight that. And they're still fighting that in school board districts all around the country. Yep. It's fascinating to me. <laughs> well, and that's and that's the thing too, is is that there are people that are fighting it and you know the I, I will say that, you know, out here where we're at now is, is that businesses can choose whether or not they want their patrons to be masked or not. Uh, my biggest complaint is, is just, can you make your signage a little more prevalent? So that yes. way I don't walk into your store and have you staring at me. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, why are you looking at me funny? And right. Then, and then I'll, and then when I'm sitting there wandering around all of a sudden, I'm like, Hey, what's the sign say? Oh shit. You want me to be masked still? Right. <laughs> I feel like a dickhead. <laughs> I just, I'm blind. That's one I want to carry my cane around with me. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't see the signage that you present. Then that's just it. It was like, you know, it was on my left side. I didn't see it either. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, well, fuck. I feel like a dickhead because, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm going to wander around without my mask on. And if a place wants me to have my mask on, I'm going to put my mask on. And, and that's just it. Like, it's about respect. Yeah. They have a certain wish that they would like. I'm going to respect that wish. Period. End that, of story. That store store owner might be immune compromised and still need the income from their store. You know what Bingo. I mean? So. And that's just it. It's like you know, I absolutely, I absolutely don't mind wearing my mask if somebody requests it. Right. You know, if somebody doesn't request it, I'm not going to wear it. And and that's where it just needs to be. And everybody just needs to accept that fact. Or, you know, if if a place is going to request that you you know still continue to mask in the store, mm -hmm. and that's a problem for you, don't fucking shop there. Just don't be like, well, there. okay. It's Move just on. like, uh, it's the same thing as, will you make a cake for my lesbian wedding? No. Okay. I'm going to go to the baker across the street then. <laughs> you know, that's, that's one that I just, I, I've struggled with that one because I get it. Um, like I get that this is a fight for equality, but at the same time too, if somebody's like, no, nah, I'm not going to make your, your gay cake. And I'm right. like, all right, I'm sure I'm sure that I will find somebody who will make me a fantastically delicious yeah, gay cake. I don't want to in any way be a part of the, you profiting w along with your values. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. You know, and and, and mm -hmm. I'm going to tell my friends, yeah, they don't make cakes for gay people, and <laughs> my friends are going to be like, yeah, fuck it. I guess I don't need to buy a cake from there. That's right. So That's right. you know, realistically speaking, it's like, like it's it's not like, for example. Um, this issue with that one clerk uh who refused to marry the gay couple right uh i forget where she that was from. a while ago uh kentucky yep. or tennessee kentucky one of, one of the two right there but but uh you know there you know you have the government actually you know, a government uh actually denying what has been decided as a constitutional right mm -hmm. and and so there you have a very interesting uh issue like at what point do you have to provide that accommodation? Because, you know, in one sense, yeah, you're asking somebody to quote unquote, go against the religion. I have my own ideas on that. But at the same time, as a government official, you cannot deny that right. That's so right. the question becomes is, you know, do you have somebody who will fulfill that and say, hey, no, I won't sign this, but I have somebody who will. Right. Or That's you know exactly it. Don't put or your, you know don't put yourself in a position to where you're going to have to use your religion to deny somebody a right. Or you know, uh, as I would rather see it, because you know, 
I, my opinion is is that the government shouldn't be uh, involved in deciding who is and isn't married. Period. End of story. That's right. The government can decide who is a taxable entity. Let them decide that. And the only yeah. the only decision that I care about in terms of marriage is are they eighteen or older? Legal age of consent. Okay. That's it. Fine. If they're if they are uh, if they are legal age, I would two things I should say: legal age of consent and have the ability to consent. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, we need another age from eighteen to twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if y'all are full on adults yet, but you deserve some certain freedoms. But my God, I don't want to give you the keys to anything just yet. <laughs> well, and and the reason I the reason I stick with eighteen is is that if you're old enough to die for your country, you're old enough to have a beer, a smoke, a joint, uh, whatever. Oh, I agree. Um, you know, I that's that's my mentality because if if we're gonna if we're gonna set it to twenty one, mm -hmm. then by all means, you know, then you can't recruit anybody into the army until twenty one. You know, okay. if you can't make the decision to go have a beer or, or go smoke a joint, then the fuck is this idea that they have the mental capacity to go kill somebody in a foreign country? <laughs> like that doesn't that's make any crazy. sense. And I, you know, I wanted to say. Vladimir Putin walks around strutting his stuff and smiling, but we all know him as a baby killer. But what was even really worse to me, Jeffrey, in the in the pit of my brain about that was that he was sending young adults to kill babies. He wasn't himself doing it. He was he was having other kids kill kids, and that somehow made it made me feel really grosser about it. Absolutely. And and this is where I really, uh, you know, oh, this yuck. is, I, I just, this is where I have to keep this in mind. Governments make decisions for people. They make, you know, they make these decisions that impact the world over. And I'm not going to sit down and, and criticize Vladimir Putin, you know, necessarily for some of the shit that he's done. Let's let's be real honest. Our last move in Afghanistan was to bomb some kid's fucking birthday party. It's not like we really have a whole hell of a lot of high ground to talk on this. But what has to happen is, is that we have to have the conversation of why the fuck we need to be involved at all in another country. I've been struggling with the with our our decision on Ukraine, and I've been trying to figure out why. And the answer for me that I have come to is is that if our rationale for not getting involved in Ukraine is simply Russia as a nuclear power, what that means is is that number one, if you don't want the United States to be in your country, you need to become a nuclear power, right? Or number two, um, something what North we're... Korea has known for years. Right. Or or number two, we have to do a better job of creating coalitions, much like we did in Desert Storm, where there mm -hmm. is a set goal, there is a set mission, and the mission, you know, is very, very, very clear. And right now, you don't have that. The mission is supply a bunch of weapons and and aid to Ukraine without really any end game other than hope you make it. I think Ukraine needs to do it on their own. 
I don't think they want they don't want somebody to sweep swoop in and take um their victory away. I think we're doing I think we're doing it right. But what I do believe as far as nuclear weapons is that we should have every country with nuclear weapons sign something that says if we can get nuke get nukes out of Russia, we all get rid of our nukes. And then when the war crimes trial happens, we we hold Russia accountable and say you you took advantage of these, you lose them. And they have to give up their nukes in this process of, you know, reconciliation. I, and then everybody loses their nukes because Russia went first. Nuclear weapons are truly evil. Um, they're a very evil thing that I have they no are. idea. You know, I think that is probably one of our biggest mistakes um, in, in the course of humanity is of making the decision that... Uh, we should have enough weaponry to glass the entire fucking planet and and render it uninhabitable. Mm -hmm. We only That's... wanted that. We only wanted the two, Jeffrey. That's all we were we were designed to make. But then a spy sent all of it to Russia. They built one, so we had to make a bigger one. Then they had to make a bigger one, so we made a bigger one. So they made more, so we made more. You yep. know, and, and that's, that's it's that's terrible. It. it was a terrible development on the timeline that i wish somebody in the future would go back and resolve you know what i mean right honestly like kill that spy because we would have given up nuclear technology because it scared the shit out of everybody that witnessed it you know mm -hmm. and here's except and russia. here's the except reality russia <laughs> well except the soviet union we'll russia was like "Ooh, <clears throat> give me more of that <laughs> you know and and when you sit down and you think about how tragic nuclear weapons are, uh -huh. you know, you have to think about the fact that it's only, they've only ever been dropped in anger twice, and it was us. And what it destroyed, it wasn't like, you know, it destroyed just a military target. No. So many civilians were, were incinerated in a flash, Thanks. and so many uh, would later come down with radiation sickness, poisoning, cancers, yep. birth defects. I mean, you think about the horrors of nuclear weapons, it feels like a fever dream because it happened so long ago. And realistically, when you live in an era of smart bombs, smart technology, and you're still fucking killing civilians right that's that's it's not that's crime. exactly it is and but the devastating it, thing jeffrey about a crime is anybody else committing a crime would be stopped in the act but we can't stop him in the act there's no body on the planet that says you're committing a crime stop you're under arrest you know and, that's, and i think that's where that's where my struggle has lied is uh, is light is late is because you have all of these war crimes going on and i don't want us involved in a war but at the same uh -oh. time when you have this level of war crimes it's that struggle of you know somebody's got to stop him but nobody's got nobody's going to stop him because right. if we try to stop him it's going to get worse and that's that's a really shitty like that's a really shitty metric to have to to set uh to, right. to balance exactly you know, so like, I don't like. I don't want to send our troops into a fight with the Russians. I really don't. Mm -mm. And and part of that is is because I honestly do believe he would use a tactical nuke. I really I, do. I and think, and my hope is. Oh, of course he would. Hope, That's why he took Chernobyl. That's why he took the nuclear facilities. 
my hope would be that and there are some russian commanders in there that would be like no fuck you that's not happening that's not that's not what we're going to do but at the same time too like this is a person who has literally replaced a thousand members close to him right because he's afraid of getting poisoned the 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 only reason Vladimir Putin is still in power is because the war is still going on, and he knows that once this ends, he is officially a loser. He officially loses, and the weight of the world comes down on him. The only thing yep. stopping him is this war, and that's what I love. My story in my head is these drone strikes by the Ukrainian army, mm -hmm. giving them bombs that are drones that can hover and hit and wait and you know what i mean and go 1100 feet in the air and take out airplanes and take out troop troops and i love this i mean ukraine's mm -hmm. gonna win it they're gonna win on their own and they're gonna feel so proud that like america the big boy didn't come in and the world is gonna fe feel better knowing that america didn't have to solve the problem all on its own that we mm -hmm. could have that coalition this is gonna make the world a better place and ukraine is gonna be a part of the U european union somebody said mm -hmm. it after this european union is gonna want to be a part of ukraine and that's Absolutely. true. Vladimir, and, Vladimir and, Zelensky is one of the most amazing men on the planet right now. You and know? that's the thing is like, you know, Russia has done more to, to sell NATO membership than the United States ever could have. Number right. one, Russia has done more to sell membership to the European Union than the European Union could have. Mm -hmm. Number three, when Ukraine wins this, what you are going to see is the West come in. I mean, even China's going to try and come in and rebuild uh, Ukraine. Well, they have investment in Ukraine. What you're going, but what you're going to see is is that Ukraine is going to heavily, uh, they are going to build up their army, um, provided yeah. that they hold out long enough to, you know, like Putin thinks that what's going to happen is, is you're going to get a neutral Ukraine that doesn't have an army, and that's not going to happen. No. But what you will see is you will see a Ukraine that has a ton of weaponry. And what they will have is a highly trained force, most likely by the West, because we were in there training them. And you will see uh, you will see the West funnel a bunch of money into rebuilding them, much like we did with West Germany. Oh, we'll have an air base in Ukraine. And no, we won't. There'll be a new Iron Curtain. What I think we should be moving in defensive technologies into Ukraine, closer and closer to the Russian borders for defense, but then keeping it there. You know, like you did this, Russia. You made us put this stuff here. You know, right? I, 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 I don't think you will see that. And the reason why I don't think you will see that is I think what you will see is Ukraine buy, purchase, even build their own systems. <clears throat> to do that and I, well, I, I, hope I, so, I, yeah. I i do think that you will see a quote-unquote neutral ukraine but it's going to be more like uh i would say the japanese style where you will have a self-defense force mm -hmm. not not necessarily like a like an army like ours or russia's you will have a, a highly trained highly technologically capable self-defense force and right. I think what you will see is Ukraine become the leader of helping other countries establish what that self-defense force looks like. And so it'll, so. it won't, it won't be a, it won't be a, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? It won't be a competitor to NATO. No. It will be, in a lot of ways, a supplement to it, simply because of the fact that you will now have a bunch of countries that will be able to stand up on their own. Mm. And I don't know that there will necessarily be any type of mutual aid, much like NATO. I think it's going to literally be countries that decide that they want uh, a, a very capable self-defense force. Estonia, are going, Lithuania, they're going, Poland joining Ukraine in some sort of defense of their own. Something like that. that something cool. like that. And 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 what you will see is Ukraine become the leader in helping other countries, other smaller countries like say Moldova or Georgia. I hope so. Become I love, become, I love all of those countries. Become technically uh, capable self defense forces for their own country mm. with no military ambitions of going anywhere else. It's literally going to be a, you know, our weapons sit here on our border. They don't go anywhere. That's what I hope. And my special shout out is to the Czech Republic. They gave they gave Ukraine those drones, which changed mm-hmm. which just changed everything, and we know it. You can't even report it enough. So thank you. I do want to. And then get I to believe this... Slovakia is going to be handing over some S three hundred missile systems. Okay, I think it is. Uh, they're Russian missile air systems. I love it. I love it. You know, the only reason that they're. They, Ukraine is saying we want a no-fly zone, and I think what they're saying is, please help us, give us some troops that know how to use the equipment, and then give us so we can create our own no-fly zone. Like and that's, Patriot, that's essentially what's happening. Dome, because they don't have the training on Patriot and Iron Dome, but if right. we could get somebody that just says, okay, I'm not in the army anymore for Israel, I'm going to Ukraine, and man that system and train, Yes. And now you understand why it's so hard to title our episodes. How do I take... That was just 20 minutes of one episode. We cover as much as we can in an open discussion. We're not scripted. From time to time, I I get topics in a note, and if we need a fallback, I have those to talk about. But we always tangent and divert from the original, and we go on perspective, and I love that. Hey, we had Kieran uh, from the Earkick app on. You know by now we are big fans of mental health, taking care of your mental health, analyzing, tracking, understanding mental health. And so the Earkick app is just a natural uh, combination. One thing that we talked to Karen about was including more LGBT functions uh, in the app. And she had she had discussed that. That was something that Jeffrey brought up and um, we discussed, but it didn't get a lot of highlights. It didn't get a lot of... Um, titling and coverage and all that but it is something that's really cool to ponder and think about so thank you for listening to public access america this is a great episode go back and check out all our episodes thanks one of the interesting applications that you know especially as uh like right now um as we as uh, as a country we talk about you know trans uh people in athletics and sports in in mm-hmm. daily life you know what what uh gender identity looks like i'm i'm interested to see information around that like especially you know like uh because right now we look like in florida for example this whole don't say gay bill and and what that does to to kids who are you know 
looking at their their gender identity and trying to understand right. where their place in society is and adults who have kids that are questioning their gender identity and uh, uh, adults who literally have you know are, are any on any line of the gender spectrum and see where where they're sitting when you have all of this news and information coming along and what you know, especially like in Texas, for example, the idea that gender affirming care is considered child abuse. If you could take that data and if that data shows that you have a kid that is happier and healthier, how is it considered child abuse if you have all of these markers that point to this kid is actually in a better position because mm -hmm. of the treatment that they're receiving? I'm interested to see, have you guys discussed this possibility at all? Not yet. To be honest, this is a very, very, very good idea. Um, uh, I have no, we haven't. I know that we have uh, quite a number of uh, people from uh, uh, the uh, G, uh, like from LGBT the uh, community. LGBT yeah. community. Sorry, yes. No, um, you you have a great combination of accents. <laughs> if you can't, you know. <laughs> yeah, you need to help me. Um, yeah. So, um, in. Um, for them, it's really about um, it's really about having a safe space where mm -hmm, it's right. only about them, where they're not having to defend anything, where they're not right. having to, you know, make sure they don't, they're not uh, in a role. They can they, stick their they, head up and yes. say, "Is there anyone else like me?" and not get shot. Yes, and right. they just, you know, just, just, you know, come to terms with themselves and with. There's so much going on, right? And um, that's why they they like to use the app. Um, but you know, your idea is amazing. I I'm gonna take this back to the team, and this is definitely something we we need to look at, um, especially because it's you know. <laughs> It really has an impact on that community, and yeah. and and politics is 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 like it, it, they feel like this is um, anecdotal. They feel like they wake up to new bad news basically every week, and right. and and right. they have like no say, and all they all they can do is like <laughs> go to the Survive. streets or, or yeah, yeah. Uh, it, make them their voices heard, but you know, that takes so, so much energy. None of us goes to the streets every week for something that we, you know, we think we deserve. We do that maybe a few times a year, but that's it. They have, they feel like they have to literally live on the streets and always be holding this, you know, always be pointing to what is their right. And yeah. that's, that's just exhausting next to everything Absolutely. else. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the, you know, and especially, uh, you know, the conversation of whether or not kids are going to be taken away from their parents because the government says what they're doing is child abuse when the child feels very clearly differently that it's not like, this is one of those things where like, for me, you know, the health of a person's mind is so important knowing that the health of my mind caused me so many problems for a long time. And who are we to decide when a person is healthy based on government policy, when we could have actual data that says, no, these the gender affirming care, gender affirming surgeries, um, gender affirming uh, mental health care is all part of this, you know, spectrum that can make 
that can help a person improve their mental well-being. Mm-hmm. And then when a government comes to us and says, no, this is bad, we literally have data that can sit down and say, no, this is not actually. This right. is actually very important. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have a bunch of research out there that, you know, from from different psychiatrists, psychologists, any number of things. But if you were to actually take real live tracking information and every single time one of these bands pops up, you can literally say, nope, this has been harmful. This has been harmful. This has been yeah. harmful. Yes. And every time you see news pop up about people uh, getting gender rights, you can watch this has been helpful. This has been helpful. This has been yes. helpful. Yeah. And, and yeah. literally, you would be able to sit down and say, look, you can make policy that... Mm-hmm is going to be clearly harmful mm-hmm. or you can make policy that's going to be clearly helpful yeah. and and it's going to be and, and especially you know as people are trying to understand themselves as they're questioning kids for examples um as they're trying to understand themselves i feel like this could potentially give them and their parents and 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 their doctors so much more insight than we are currently able to to get Yes, there's so much opportunity in this. Uh, I, I, I see so much, you know, uh, lost productivity in, in you know, tr- always trying to, to bang the same drum and think the same way, where we know that, you know, everything that's um, a little different or, you know, diverse is going to enrich us. It's never, it's never been the other way, you know, right. and, 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 uh, you know, on all levels of, of society, not seeing that opportunity that we have all these wonderful uh, species and wonderful people around us is, is, is tragic. It's, it's stupid, really. It really is. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and especially when we have the chance to help people get themselves on a mentally healthy track earlier in life. Like it took yeah. me a long, it, like you said, it, you know, starting in high school, it took me 15 years to get to the point where, you know, medically I was healthy and then really start to dive into the work years after that. But yeah. why, you know, if we're able to cut that off earlier and, and do that for any number of things that just seems like a giant win across the board. Yes. You know, especially knowing, you know, data shows that um, 50% of the mental health um, disorders onset is before age 14 and 75% before age 25, I believe, 24, 25. Wow. So we know, we even know when we have to do something. It's like in, you know, before a child or a, a, a student hits 25, we got to be there. We got to have some yeah. track record. We have to have data and it's everyone. It's not those or those it's everyone and if you're lucky and nothing happens in your life fine you can trash the data or you know <laughs> yeah, or, or, you can, or you can use it to to see hey thank you i'm so grateful everything yeah. went well but there's you like you can adopt no, me <laughs> yes there's no reason to to not focus on, and we're very focused on young people because we see so much opportunity to 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 empower them and and to yeah. uh, and also to you know have our eyes on them. They're our future, really. Um, and we know yeah. when it's happening. We know when the onsets are so early, right? But now we don't have to. We don't have to compare ourselves to others to determine our mental health. Now we have the Earkick app, and we can judge ourselves against ourselves and that's that's the total difference because nobody is like us except us it's the wonderful thing that we're 
a unique everyone each individual is unique and the good thing it's you know somebody asked me just lately yeah but then you know we're going to start comparing our mental health to each other's like in sports I said no because you're only comparing to yourself you there is no second you you know it's not like right. comparing weight or height or anything of that it's much more complex and yeah. the, the good thing is it's you and you you know and if you don't get along with your yourself and your you know uh, and and who you were before and you who you want to become what are you going to do you know it's it's again it's not a competition it's all about being the best version of yourself that that suits you yeah that that I, that is going to carry you throughout your life i love that thank you for being here karen all my pleasure. So like, You've given me so many ideas now. <laughs> <laughs> I love, but that's, you know, that's one of the things here, like at public access, you know, yeah. we love the idea. Uh, we love imagining. Yeah. We, we, we love <laughs> solutions, like it, putting ideas out there. Like, you know, as, as somebody who's worked in a number of different settings, we know that initially, you know, sometimes the first idea kind of sucks, but oh, yeah. when you have more people talking, all of a sudden you get these beautiful ideas and the, that okay. refined idea. And if somebody comes away with something that's going to be incredible and help the next group of people along, perfect. Totally. Totally. Thank you so much. I mean, this has given me so much. And I, you know, we're, we're just at the beginning of this movement of, of making mental health of really measurable for everyone. Um, and every, every voice counts and every, you know, person is going to be a warrior with us welcome <laughs> right yeah we don't we we spent a lot of time avoiding this and saying it's not a real thing and like with disabilities i'm gonna end on this with disabilities mental health was had a stigma attached so we are some of the first generations to tackle this in an open way yeah. and so you offering data giving people proof to their feelings that's that's really cool. That's amazing. So we do this thing at the end of our show called Just the Tip, where we offer a 30-second tip to people. Karen, I'm going to ask you, do you have any any tips for our listeners before we go? Well, stay massively curious. Curious about yourself, the inner, your outer self. Curious about the people to your right and to your left. And curious about what happens on the horizon <laughs> and it'll carry you right and uh, you'll find the tools if you stay curious you'll find the tools to live a very very happy life you're one of those you're creating one of those tools how about <laughs> you luna do you have any tips before we go i'm sorry luna do you have any tips before we go jeffrey do you have any tips before we go um <laughs> i would say uh I'm much along uh, Karen's idea, you know, stay hungry for growth because the thing about, the thing about growth is, is that we all, we to this place where we're, we're complacent and we're happy and there's nothing wrong with that, but you always have the opportunity to learn something new to, to pick up, you know, maybe a new hobby, a new skill, or maybe just find out something really cool that you didn't know about. And you'll feel your life more enriched because you're just like, I didn't know something about this. And I went down this rabbit hole and now I know something about this, I'm not an expert, but I feel awesome having learned something about something I didn't know. Yeah, thanks. You made me learn about Rome last week. 
That was god awful. That was <laughs> awful. What they did was kill and enslave and rape people for six hundred years. I was like, oh, thanks, yeah. thanks for that one. <laughs> what can I say? I, I am a wealth of knowledge that might not necessarily make you feel better, but you know now that you can't just you you can't just be like, oh, Rome, the glory days, me. Mm. Oh, no, no, because there's a show called Rise, Rise by the Barbarians Rise. And I watched it, and it was the perspective of the oppressed. <laughs> it was. It wasn't. It didn't have. It wasn't based in Rome. It was based on Rome's victims. And yeah, it just made me so angry that slavery was just such a normal thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Thank you for being here. Everybody go get the EarKick app and then I, can we have you come back in a month and then maybe we'll see how progress is going. You know? Anytime. Yes. And also, you know, I, I take the time for anyone who wants to, you know, connect with me uh, personally. I'm more than happy to hear more good ideas, more curiosity. Okay. <laughs> we will, then we will put your Twitter handle in the description. It's in the description of the live stream, but we'll put it in the description portion of the podcast so people can reach out to you on Twitter. And this don't forget Public great. Access Pod on Twitter and Autonomous Angel on Twitter because we're having some great conversations. Thanks so much. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. Thank bye you, everybody, bye. for being here. Bye. bye. Yeah, you guys take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for being here. That was amazing, wasn't it, Jeffrey? Oh, that was incredible. Nice. That was absolutely that. incredible. You know, and, and this is something that you and I have talked about a lot. You know, we mm -hmm. talked about mental health. And as a data person, I love the idea that, that this is going to offer uh, a new potential tool for people. Uh, yeah. To be able to sit down and say, no, I'm not crazy. Something's happening to me. And, mm -hmm. and, and especially for people who, who struggle to maintain control on, on their, their issues, it's going to, I, I would say that it, it's one in a variety of different healthcare apps that are, that are, that people are trying to build to help make you know, daily life better. Yeah. This one, I can see where this has ramifications from anything like you know understanding your own mental health cycles to you know how you know geopolitical events affect uh, uh groups yeah. of people to how um you know any social number media of media time screen social, time screen like, time you know family time like <laughs> uh, absolutely like there is there there yeah. you know how work affects you how not working yeah. affects you you know it offers us it will offer us a unique insight into what makes a person's mind work in yeah. and it will offer people I think it could offer people the potential to understand not only their own baselines, but where, you know, how certain things, it's like, for example, like the war in what Ukraine. What to accept in others, you know. Like the war in Ukraine. <laughs> like, like for people to understand, hey, I'm not the only one having anxiety about this. And yeah. if hey, there are alone, ways. Right? Exactly. Uh, you know, and, and that's oftentimes like, especially as somebody with depression, we, I've oftentimes felt that it's like, I'm the only one that is suffering depression. Like logically, mm. I know that's not true, but that's what your being, brain tells you. That's what my exactly, brain tells me. Exactly. Yeah. But then being able to see and stack that up against other people, it's like, Oh wait, I'm not oh. the only one who feels that way. Right. Like, 
and it, or, it gives you yeah, avenues. People are to avoiding work. me. Why are they avoiding me? Well, because I was a giant dick at the <laughs> at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Like I, what I love is the fact that it's not collecting them and tracking my data, and so it's it's private. It allows me to be private without Facebook selling that to some Egyptian king for nefarious purposes. <laughs> got to make yourself laugh sometimes right hey go check out the ear kick app we follow your kick on twitter at ear kick app and download the app in the app store it's ever evolving it's amazing it's created by people for people with integrity and empathy involved uh they added an uh, an ambient mixer created by one of their consultants in ukraine because the bombs were so loud they needed something to uh counter that and help him relax and sleep and so they came up with the ambient mixer which is really incredible go check that out and thank you to karen for being on the show um this next clip is from an episode i called check in on your funny friends as always it's an open conversation and we move back and forth within topics but a little easter egg in this is jeffrey records on sunday morning it's nine in the morning where he is and i don't see it a lot but i have a feeling that Debbie, his partner, is sitting behind him doing their normal Sunday thing of waking up. And so once in a while, I will throw a topic out to get Debbie's attention more than Jeffrey's. And sometimes when Debbie's in the room, that will go sideways because Jeffrey doesn't know how to answer because his default is to go to Debbie's perspective, which makes sense when you question it or you don't know or you want to know more. Debbie is the person on certain subjects to go and talk to. So uh, I, this is something I just threw out there to see if it would stick. And I did not expect it to stick. And this is hilarious. The outcome is hilarious. So Thank you for listening to Public Access America. We are a collective of perspectives, and we would love to have you involved. So if you get a chance, Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central Time on YouTube at Public Access America, we do a live stream, and you can even join the chat and leave comments, questions, um, arguments. I don't care. It's an open conversation, and the only way to get your perspective in there is to have you participate so thank you for listening to public access america uh have a we will be back next week yeah, yeah. thanks basic pretty basic have you heard of uh radical monogamy oh god <laughs> i'm gonna say this out loud and, and debbie is gonna come storming across the room i do throw those little fish hooks out there in case she's in the room just so she they might be like hey i want to get in on this <laughs> have you heard of the term and I quote, radical monogamy. <laughs> well, they just said, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. Apparently well, it's making the decision after exploring all of your choices. If you land on monogamy after considering all other options, it's radical. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Debbie's, Debbie's about to tear somebody a new one. No. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Debbie. We can thank Dan Savage from the Savage Lovecast for this one. As I was doing my note and listening to him, that was the opening statement. I thought it was just a fantastic thing. Well, I, I don't know who came up with it, but I saw it making the rounds this week where they're talking about radical monogamy. And like you said, yeah, yeah. the idea that you've tried everything else and monogamy is the only thing that works for you. And I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck is that radical? Right. I just, I, it fits into the bag of absolutes for me. Like, 
I never uh, will know. So how do you know? You radical know? <laughs> monogamy falls under the same line as people who call themselves Sigma males because apparently alpha wasn't enough. And also, <laughs> and also people who uh, call themselves pure strain humans because they didn't get the vaccine. That's how fucking stupid this is. Wow. I thought it was just another, you know, to sell we, have, we have a term now. for, we have a term for radical monogamy. It's called monogamy. Right. But it's a precon. it's base. What they're saying is it's a base. It's a base setting. Like you nobody ever customized it. We assume that we have to be in a, a straight monogamous relationship. And then we need to explore that further. It's like, we've already been told you know, what we should do. It's a preconceived notion that we should be monogamous. I don't like the term. I, I agree with you. Monogamy is monogamy. We make that choice every yeah, day. If, every time we wake up, we decide whether we want to continue to be in the relationship we're in or if we want to change the parameters of that. You know what like, I mean? Like there's monogamy and then there's, you know, ethical non-monogamy and then there's, of course, unethical non-monogamy. But Right. But radical but, monogamy... I mean, you're you're you're, yeah. you're so committed. It's radical. I what it's, the it's fuck? Radical. It's radical because no. now now monogamy isn't just. Oh God, the uh, straights the straights have gone radical. Right, but no, this isn't straight people. This is gay people creating radical monogamy. <laughs> I just I don't. Mm. <laughs> and it's also the the gay people creating radical minority terms. He, he that this guy actually he said he coined the phrase and he picks on people that haven't chosen this path so it's the exact same thing as every other monogamy it's it's somebody judging you for the way you live your life and it doesn't matter what you call yourself because you are a version of it if you're this monogamous, so if you're dumb. your version of monogamy, if you're in a same-sex couple, that's your version of it. Polyamory, it's your version of it. It's not, it, you don't have to be polyamorous defined by the dictionary as polyamorous to live your life. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, that's the thing is like. This is the shortest line in my note, by the way. Oh, <laughs> this is the this most is painful one. one that this is I the think one I, sentence. <laughs> yeah, apparently, you've inflicted pain. You've chosen I'm the path sorry. of pain. Wow. I'm going to be surprised if, if Debbie's not over there just like trying to find anything and everything on it. So that way, somebody can get destroyed later. Yeah, then we'll do a whole second hour on it. You know what I mean? So Republicans are going after... Wait, what? Um, what? Say what? What, what did what? you say? You're listening to Public Access America. Apparently, there's an article on uh, the it's the practical view of f the five types of monogamy. Wow! Now there's five types. I love. Oh this. God! But that's my point. There's <sighs> there's actually 350 billion versions of relationship out there. You know what I mean? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, I I think I might have had a stroke, Jason. I think yeah. I think this is it. This is this is this is my death note. Uh oh! This is where it ends. <laughs> oh, somebody did something really dumb. Yeah, and it sorry. hurts. So I brought much. it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's the thing. 
Did we move on to another another topic? No, no, we're we've got a hammer on this dumb shit because this okay, is, cool. this is amazing. I like it. So I'm gonna I'll save my piece on it. Sure. And and I will you know let smarter people than I decide whether or not they want to talk about it another time or not. Or, you you know, maybe there will just be like, you know, some type of explosion of of thoughts on how stupid something is. Uh Uh-huh. But the reality is, is is that like so so like for example, one of them was like financial monogamy, and I'm going what? Uh Apparently, it's where you share your bank accounts. So what? You share your right. bank accounts and nothing else? You know what we mm-hmm. have? We have a term for that. Non-monogamous. <laughs> or or uh, y- you share you you share your 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 love for each other, but you know what? Nothing else? We have a term for that. Non-monogamous. Basic Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. Oh, you've got Debbie riled up. <laughs> Well, that has been up for an hour, and you've managed to piss him off. <laughs> that was that wasn't the plan. I'll go with it. You know, I'll go with it. Hey, we're here for the next two hours. If you want to get in on this, Debbie, I will send you a link. <laughs> we always respect Debbie. You know what I mean. But I also know that it, you're two hours behind me, so it's actually nine a.m. You know what I mean? Oh my God, Debbie's literally over there just laughing and and choking on on their own coffee and spit because this has literally caused us all to just start drooling we, this has literally lowered our iq points to the it's i don't know like who thought the somebody needs to tell the media to stop just because you see something that doesn't mean you need to write an article on it right this okay insane. so fuck you dan savage Wait, please confirm. Did Dan Savage come up with this? No, Dan Savage did not come up with this. Oh, Dan Savage did not come up with this. Apparently, he just talked about it on his show. Yeah, it was his opening statement on his last episode. Ah. And I just. Oh, it's a Vice article. That. Oh, God. Oh, I put it in my I put it in my note as a question so that I could look into it further, and I just moved on to other things because it was that stupid to me. Yeah, I I saw this. I saw well. There's a there's a there's a person I follow called Polyamfam, and and apparently, like, he did a skit on radical uh, monogamy, and I saw that there was the Vice article on it in his post, and I was just like, oh, this is dumb. This can't be a thing. Oh, God, I'm wrong. It's, it hurts. It's, yeah. So, <laughs> look, find the relationship dynamic that works for you and stop calling it weird fucking things. Like, like this is... monogamy without the misogyny yeah so monogamy without the misogyny um what the fuck okay sure you know what we're just gonna call this really fucking dumb and we're gonna move on because (laughs) this this is this is actually insane there this has somebody Somebody felt really fucking left out and they came up with something that they could sell the vice and be like, no, 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 I'm not super straight. I'm radically monogamous, you know, 
like it's going to be any fucking different. It's still insane. It's still insane. It's like, like, like the concept of, you know, people who call themselves super straight because apparently straight wasn't straight enough. I'm like, <laughs> what? Right. What? Well, how about this? I sent Debbie a link, and if they want to come and check in, then they can, and we can continue this discussion. Yeah, I would love to continue this discussion because to me, it was a, to me this was a marketing throwaway, um, you know, media thing. Like they were we're low on news, so let's come up with another term. Which and I'm that, surprised they, that that's the you know they decided to pick up on that. Yeah, we'll let we'll let yeah, Debbie yeah, yeah. we'll let Debbie read, and if Debbie decides they you know want to chime in and sure. um. I thought this was a commercial, commercial sort of gimmick. I didn't think this was something serious, but if it's God. giving you a stroke, then I really do want to cover it in more of a meaningful way than a one sentence. I don't know. I don't know, I don't you know. know that there but is. I also don't want to. I don't. I don't want to give it. this stupid stuff attention. You know what I mean? Right. I don't think there. I don't think there is a meaningful way to cover this other than somebody had an idea and they really needed to stop and don't. Yeah. So it's that's cool. Yeah, please. Something else. I I think I'm. Oh, okay. Here Does anybody you go. else smell burnt toast? Hey, it smells <laughs> like burnt toast in here. So Jeffrey, yep. are you looking? Are you looking for a way to kill yourself, dude? I've been dead twice. I have literally I been flatlined twice, and I'm still alive. So at this point, I'm just living in spite of everything. <laughs> So the answer is no. I, like I, I have plenty of creative ways to off myself. Personally, um, I'm just gonna hold out for nuclear apocalypse. So that way, I can just grab myself a folding chair and a cooler with a beer in it and bratwurst and a stick. And I'm literally just going to find myself an open field and I'm just going to look for the direction that the nuke falls. I'm just going to get fucking naked and I'm just going to lean back with a beer in my hand and a fucking bratwurst on a stick and point it towards the fucking mushroom cloud and be like, yeah, fuck it. Chaos. I I just hope I have enough time and money to get to Seattle before all that. Are you talking about feeling hopeless? Uh, wait, you mean there was hope out there? (laughs) Are you, are you feeling trapped? Um, well, if we're talking about the band trapped, no, I don't feel. Are you, are you a burden to others? Um, yeah, usually. Yeah. Are you, are you increasing your drug and alcohol use? Maybe. Are you acting a lot more anxious and agitated? Hmm. Are you sleeping too little or too much? I never sleep enough. And in fact, the fucking dog kept waking me up every 30 minutes last night. (laughs) Fucking dog. Like, literally, I I literally would get her, like, I got her out of bed to see if she'd actually lay down and just, like, calm down. She would get up, fucking run around the room, and then I'd, you know, I'd put her back in the cage, and she'd start fucking pawing at the cage and groaning every 30 minutes. So I'm like, you know, finally at one point I'm like, I can't, maybe I should just take her out. Maybe she's got to go to the bathroom. No, mm-hmm. that wasn't it. No. You know, so fuck. Dogs oh. are a responsibility that take away the joy of life. Are you, do you, are, do you find yourself withdrawing or isolating more? Mm, I wouldn't say that. I would say that, you know, COVID kind of isolated a lot of people and now I'm pretty much ready to just get the fuck out. Are you showing signs of rage or talking about acts of revenge? Rage, yes. Revenge? Mm. I don't know who's on my shit list anymore. 
<laughs> it was on a floppy disk. <laughs> yeah, it was on a it was on an old thumb drive that was you know had 512 kilobytes of space that totally got nuked when I needed to turn in a final and lost it completely. Gotcha. Back in 2005. Well, if, you're, if, you're feeling a, if you're feeling a majority of those things, you could be somebody that's showing signs of wanting to commit suicide, and you should seek help or a friend. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, is like there are so many great reasons to stay alive. Um, if you know you if if you can, like I, I I say that because I have I have lost people that I love, and me too. And the reality is, is, is that when somebody doesn't want help, there's nothing you can do to stop it. And it's, it's hard. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts a lot. And, you know, especially when you have people like that who have been around you, you know, for years, been close to you for years, and suddenly it's just a void there. You know, it's, and, and there was also that realization for me too, after I had gotten better and, and that had happened and I lost a really close friend, you know, I knew what I was feeling and how badly it hurt. And so I could only imagine what family members were feeling in that moment. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, there's always, you can always find your reason to keep going. The question is, is, you know, do you have the fight left in you and are you willing to accept a hand, you know, to help get you up? Now I will say, there, I, I want to make a very strategic difference here between suicidal ideation, you know, and people who are terminal that refuse to suffer for what is left of their life. As well as the disabled people that don't want to be killed. I just found that out. There, There's an opposition to euthanasia because it's used. Dude, they sterilize fucking disabled people in surgeries without their knowledge or consent. Anyway. Mm hmm. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of versions of wanting to die, not wanting to die. It, mm -hmm. It's it's an individual choice, but I get where you're coming from. But I do right. have a question when you when you finish up with that. Yeah. So so for me, like I found I found that there were a number of things that I I absolutely wanted to go for after having tried and and failed after having external factors try and fail. It's like, well, these things couldn't kill me and I couldn't kill me. So fuck it. We're going to go for it. You know what? As well as that, that stuff doesn't fulfill you. External right. things don't fulfill an emptiness in you. A, right. a, a chemical, a chemical empty, a chemical imbalance, a chemical. Right. Yeah. And that's, and I made it a goal to try and figure out for myself what, what was wrong with me. You know, was there something wrong with me? And turns out I burn out, I burn serotonin like it's fucking rocket fuel. Oh, okay. So, you know, where most people get like, you know, they can get enough uh, serotonin from, from, you know, vitamin D sources and the sun. I can't, no matter what happens, I burn it like it's rocket fuel and then I crash. And so medication I take stops the reuptake of it. So I absolutely have enough to go around. You know, a lot of my friends have the, have the story, have a story of that. Um, of a, a suicide attempts, you know, and I'm so, I'm so grateful to have y'all in my life, to be able to reach out to the people that I know could have gone and the people that I, I'm part of their new life. Like mm -hmm. 
they're they're done giving up. They're gonna try, and then I get to be their friend. I, I I'm really really grateful to all of you. But um, one 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 little trivial thing: suicide really hurts. Death death really hurts the people around that. Mm-hmm. You know, my first wife died um, eight times, flatlined eight times. My second wife died twice. So I've been around that. Those weren't suicide. Well. I don't think that the drug overdoses, you know, it's, 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 it's convoluted. But what I, what I, but what I want to ask you is because when I started researching this and I couldn't, I couldn't come up with an answer is, uh, is there a way to communicate to those that you love, even some of just a couple of the closest that this is something you're going to do and you don't want to leave them in that spot? Like, I think people that are thinking about suicide quietly, almost passive aggressively kind of leak it out and leave, leave people clues so that when suicide does happen, their loved ones are left backfilling the reason is there like, I, if you want to have euthanasia and you go to Sweden, your family has to know about it. Like they, you know what I mean? For legally. So is there a way, but I understand that's so tricky and I couldn't come up with an answer for it and I couldn't find anything on Google. How do you tell your loved ones you want to commit suicide without having them stop you? To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, nobody, is going to hit as hard as life. Not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. My poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. It's in this depression. lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. And keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome, welcome to public, to public access, access America. America. Yes, we can. Sunday live stream Sunday time, live YouTube. Stream. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter, On Twitter, Twitter. What? Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Stitcher, Smart, Stitcher Radio, Smart Radio, 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 Radio Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Public Access Public America. Access history in the making. Making history in the making.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.